It's time, time to, to get, get your, your sip on. on. Use your phone, a tablet, computer, get, get your, your list on. on. Having fun while entertaining this the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit. Hey. A couple wisdom with What's some up? humor in it. Hey. Uh, nothing gets better than this. So sit back and just take you a sip. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to all tea, no shade. We are serving tea without the shade, like we always do. So let's <laughs> grab a seat and start this damn sip sesh. Yes, y'all. Another one. Another one. Damn you. <laughs> I'm working on my my narrative yes. voice. Okay. How was your week? My week has been horrible. Horrible. You know why it's been horrible? Well, that. Okay. It's well, been horrible because I just paid rent and I'm broke as fuck. Ooh, child. Broke. It's the first of the month. Hello. Hello. I am Hello. Broke. What's your what's what bill do you pay that's that you hate paying the most? All of them. Besides all of them. <laughs> I hate paying all of them as well. But what that's the what's the one bill you're like, damn. Why do I have to pay this? Like I hate paying this. I wish it's got to be one. I pretty trimmed the fat. I've gotten rid of like all, almost all my subscriptions except the ones that yeah. I really like. Everything I have is like the things I need. But I, I mean, I hate. But you can need it and all. still hate paying it. I mean, that's how I feel about every single one of them. Shay, car notes. Mm, yeah, you know, I used to really hate paying car notes because I don't know if you listened listen to the last episode. One of the the piece that L did. The, the girl had a repossession. repossession of her car. And I've been in that note before where my interest rate was so high. Yeah. In my 20s and my car note was so, super high. But now my car note is like 200 bucks. Yeah. You know? So I don't, I don't mind paying that. But that rent. Begin, let me you tell y'all. That rent is no It's a hello. Especially. We came for your pockets. Hi. Yeah. Especially. Well, this is a problem across the nation actually with. The inflation of rent prices across the, the United States, but here in the Tampa Bay area, rent has gone through the roof, mm-hmm. and it's super expensive. And there are a lot of people struggling. Most of their check is going to paying rent, yeah, because the cost, their their pay increase is not matching the inflation of rental rate uh, rates here in the Bay Area. And I think that's everywhere as well. I, I recently saw there was a state that um, putting a, a cap on how much people are allowed to raise the rent per month. Was it California? I couldn't remember where it was. I think they need to do that across the board because so many people are struggling right now. I mean, New York has it. The whole point of rent control departments is literally people got outrageous with what they were trying to charge Mm. rent and how much they were trying to jump rent. Mm. And so I think, I mean, Florida, we've never had that problem before because we've had so much land and not enough people, but it's everyone's moving here. Everyone's moving to this area. Everyone. So I do think it's important that they do, yeah, that they do create a cap. That would be great. They haven't done it yet. I know St. Peter's talking about doing it. And um, it's just so many millennials are moving here, which is great. Like, I I am excited for what Tampa has become and where it's going. Yeah, I agree. But that rent kicking. Yeah, no, I just moved to my own place again by myself. Hey, look so at Mr. J. Normally, he has a roommate. Normally. You split the cost of everything. Oh, it is nice to go half. It's so nice to go happies. That's why I got You got to get a boo. Mm, let, these, let some of these women tell the boy they ain't paying, they ain't paying shit. But they ain't paying shit. But yeah, so that's that's kind of how I feel about it. But how's your week? My week was okay. I restarted. So you know, I went to the Tampa Congress last week. They had that big dance festival in Tampa. Mm, and mm-hmm. so since then, I've like decided to start picking up classes. So I signed up for 
salsa class uh, with this pretty awesome studio in Orlando. And I'm excited to actually like go as a student. I haven't gone, you know, I haven't, I've been teaching so much in Tampa. It's been a while since I've been a student. So it's always fun. You know, oh, do you critique other teachers in your mind when, the, when you're the student or do you just go and go with the flow? If they're bad. Yeah. If I feel like I'm getting content or if I feel like I'm getting quality, then no. But like if I feel like I'm getting nothing, mm. then it's hard not to see why I'm not getting what I'm yeah. like. Because you like any, anything, anytime you're teaching, there are certain things that you can do to help push people in the right direction. Everybody learns at different um, Pace. paces and speeds. Yeah. But especially as a dance instructor, you got to have to kind of create a balance mm-hmm. where the people who are a little bit you know, uh, a little bit more advanced or just pick up things quicker. Yeah. Aren't bored to tears, but the people who pick up things really, really slow also don't feel like they've been completely like mowed over. There's definitely a balance there. And some, I think most instructors, that's dance instructors. It's that balance is the hardest part that I see. Yeah. I used to, when I was a teacher for aerobics back in my day, when I, when I was 10% body fat. Oh, look at that. That was like, <laughs> I seen pictures. Ago. I seen pictures. That was a long time ago, but I used to take take other people's classes, and the same thing. Like you don't, you just want to go and be the student and yeah. have a good have a good time, get your ass kicked or whatever. Right. But sometimes, just, if the instructor is bad, it's I, just really I, I've, apparent. I've actually left a class once before. I was like, oh, I can't do this. It'll yeah, it's just really apparent, like when yeah. they're bad. Cause like it's for me, I really want you to teach. Cause I've been the teacher. I don't want to worry about like the other twenty people in the class. I literally just want to worry. Like like that's the most like fun part about yeah. it right now is like learning, you know, like being a student again. It's like I literally am just worrying about myself. You yeah. know, it's Sh- nice. Shay, how was your week, man? man? It's been a good week, man. Just chilling out, hanging out with a uh, a few people I haven't seen in a while, and got some work done. Um, trying to knock out some client work as fast as possible. Trying to turn that make that turnover speed up. Hey, what kind of client work would you do again for the people? Uh, actually, brand strategy and coaching. Uh, so I took on a new client. It's actually a rather large client, which is oh. pretty happy. Um, That's good. And just helping them refresh their image that they have out there. What's the name of your company? My company is Strategics Consulting. All right, you guys. So good shameless plug. Hi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, shameless plug. We are here. All right, guys. You guys ready to get into the Who Am I section? I am ready to kick some ass this week because I have been on a losing streak. I don't know what's going on, but I am not going to go to 2020 being a loser. I know. You came out, like, shooting so harsh, <laughs> and then you didn't. Who am I? Who am I? Yeah, who are you? All right, so we are talking about this ex-NFL player. He's recently in the news because his child recently passed away. He is an American football player. He was part of the New England Patriots, the Green Bay Packers, the Dallas Cowboys, drafted initially by the Patriots as the seventh overall in 1996. Wow, I know someone's child passed away? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Played college for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, he's is he still in the NFL? He was in the no, he's not. He was no. a Patriot from '96 to 2001. He was a Green Bay Packer for 2002, and then he finished up with the illustrious Cowboys in 2003 2007. Long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he was all Big Ten. He won Rookie of the Year twice in different leagues. Uh, Pro Bowl, Super Bowl champion. Michael Irvin. No. Running no. uh, back. He oh, is a wide receiver. A wide receiver. Not a, a, a marker. 
He's pretty. I know his name, so you know he has some um, some relevance. Green Bay Packers. That's the piece that's like throwing me for a loop right now. Like playing for the Packers. Play for the Packers. Or, oh. Oh no, Sterling Sharp, Shannon Sharp. No, he was a tight end. I love Shannon Sharp though, y'all. He was a tight end. Oh, he's like my old man crush. And he didn't play for Dallas. He didn't. But and he hates well, the Dallas that's, Cowboys. That's 1990s to 2000. He literally hates the Dallas Cowboys. So I gotta go back a little bit ways. Um, he was drafted by the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He was drafted. He signed a six-year, twelve million contract back in '96, y'all. So y'all know that was good money. So he was actually, he was actually good. Yeah, he's a star for sure. Um, I'm blanking. He his 90 receptions were the most ever in a single season by a rookie in NFL history, and the second most in franchise history. Who do you play with the longest? The Patriots. Patriots. Damn. And that's like the old Patriots, not not the newfangled. Yeah. He set the Patriots receiving record with 193 yards against the Pittsburgh Steelers. <sighs> New England was not good in two th- in nineties either. Um, I don't. I, he's had a hamstring injury. He broke his ankle at one point. Give me a hint. Give me. Give me, give me the like first letter of his name. T. T. TG is the initial, like the milk. T G. Like the milk. Like the milk. T G. You know that's the name of it. T G. Terrence. I don't know a Terrence. Tom Green. No. Oh, that's that's a. I don't know. All right, we don't know. You guys are feeling. I'm talking about Terry Glenn, y'all. Wow, Terry Glenn was a baller though. I'm like, listen, I yes. see in the name, so but I know. But he hasn't been in the news in a while. But yeah, he was a baller. He was a baller. Well, Terry Glenn Jr. died at 22 wow. after an accidental drug overdose. Uh, he died on Thanksgiving. Oh, man. That sucks. Can you imagine? Now Thanksgiving is going to be In the for. bathroom. In the family bathroom. Wow. That sucks, man. Especially on a holiday. Like, that family is going to forever be scarred on that day because of that event. You know what I mean? Well, the sad news is about it. So, you guys know Terry Glenn is actually passed. So earlier, Wait, Terry Glenn passed too. Mm-hmm. Damn. Two years ago, so t- he tweeted. The junior tweeted about missing his father, who died mm-hmm. two years ago, to the day. So on Thanksgiving, in a horrific car crash, mm-hmm. on the way home from a Dallas a Dallas Cowboy game, and it was his blood alcohol level was out of the chain. So he was driving drunk and died. On Thanksgiving Day. So they day, both died on Thanksgiving two Day. Two years ago. Wow. And then now his son has died. Man. Isn't it weird how druggies or people who are addicted, it seems like their kids tend to kind of like, I always think about Whitney and Bobby Christina. Bobby Christina, yeah. Like, they died almost identical. Like, you know, in a bathtub. I think a lot of times kids. You set the blueprint for your children. That's the whole point the of being a parent, and right? And kids idolize their parents, mm-hmm. and they want to connect with the parents in some kind of way, and... They never think they will die too. They yeah. just, you know, they just. I'm sure Bobby Christina didn't, didn't get in that bathtub thinking she was going necessarily well, maybe pass she away. Did. Maybe, maybe she, she did. Maybe but she did. That sucks. I feel I feel bad for that. I feel sorrowful for that family because I know that was a whole, horrific scene to to see. And but a lot of celebrities, like, drugs is a problem, you know, and too easy to to come come across these days. Yeah. All right. Next one. This guy is one of the pioneers. So he is a black actor who was actually in Star Wars, like in a semi-permanent prominent role. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he's also been in critically acclaimed films like Brian's Song, Lady Sings the Blues, Mahogany, Nighthawk, and Batman, in which he portrayed Harvey Dent. Uh, he's from New York, New York. He's roughly about 82. He, 82? Yeah. He is a legend. Yeah. Okay? A legend. Uh, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, man. Be, sorry. He's a Star Wars... One of, Billy Dean, Billy yes! Billy thank Dean. you. I was like, I gave you the ultimate. There ain't many black people. He said Billy Dean. Sippers, we did those in here. There ain't that many black people on Star Wars. Y'all know it was just a, a good two of us. That's true. Okay, so <laughs> he came out as being gender fluid recently. What the what? Gender fluid. What does that mean? It means he. you can use both he and her pronouns. He goes, I say himself and herself because I also see myself as feminine as well as masculine. I'm a very soft person. I'm not afraid to show that side of myself. I never try to be anything except myself. I think of myself as a relatively colorful character who doesn't take himself or herself too seriously. Where are these people? By the very default that now you have to talk about yourself in like himself or herself tells me you take yourself too seriously. Like, you know, I, I, I want to say this. I'm, I'm excited that the younger generation is helping people become more comfortable with who they are. Right, people like Billy Dean, eighty-five years old. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, let's say that he has always felt this way. Right. But he has lived 84 years not being able to express that. Yeah. To say that. And that's a sad life to live. No one should go through life not being able to express themselves the way that they feel that they are inside. So I'm excited that that is happening and giving people the ability to express themselves and identify with himself or herself. But it's also a little concerning. I kind of feel like it's one of those things where it's so in culture right now. It's so it's like a Miley, Miley Cyrus twerking at the VMAs. It just it's it almost feels like it's done for the intention more so than like I don't know if it's authentic. I just feel like everyone is like popping up with like a gender fluidity or transgendered or I feel like it's becoming more prominent when you look at the actual statistics. We're talking about like maybe ten percent of the whole entire population. You know, not yeah. even ten percent is really big. Like a five percent of the entire population. Do you guys think this is this is problematic? But do you think this is a transgender um, like agenda right now? Is it a transgender gender? There's a lot of people who are saying that there is a currently a war on masculinity. Do you think that this is true or not? I don't think so. I think people, I, I've heard that term. I've heard people say that as a war on masculinity. I don't think so. I think that, I think what's happening is more more men are being able to express themselves and become, because femininity does exist in all of us. And I think that we are expressing ourselves more, so we see it more. And people think that's an attack on masculinity. I don't think that's an attack on masculinity. Just like that's not an attack on, homo, on heterosexual lifestyles. Yeah. People, people say, oh, they're pushing gay uh, agenda on black men, making make, they making our black men gay. It's like black men have always been gay, but they've been in the closet. But you don't think, at some level, in some degree, that like media, that there is like these big media conglomerates that are pushing certain things, right? Because when we look at like the gay culture, there there are people who are, I think, genuinely are one hundred and ten percent gay. They were born that way. That's just how they're like they're set up. That's who mm-hmm. they are. But I do think that like sexuality can be a little bit more fluid and i think best 
especially when you're younger, you're mm. more prone to trying things, which I think is fine, right? But I'm talking about the actual masculinity. I'm not talking about sexuality. I think a lot of people confuse the two together. I think they think if you are feminine as a man, then you are automatically gay. Yeah, which that's a problem. I know to not be true. And vice versa, if you're very masculine, then you're straight. But I'm talking about the actual like masculinity itself, nothing to do with actual sexuality. Do you I think there's think an so. attack on masculinity? It's the fact that there's been a... A level of not paying attention to what's what's happening and, and not knowing how to properly define it mm. and now that there's a put every time there's a, a new potential definition for something yeah it's like whenever they rebranded uh locks or braids and it now that became everything right and so now you have oh well if they we now have a term for it mm-hmm. or we we can so we just gonna slap it on everything I just hate the the rewriting of history. Yeah. The rewriting of of, of past experiences to accommodate something mm-hmm. instead of just letting it be. Like yeah. there's no reason to go back and look at Sesame Street and say, Oh, that is such and such character was gay or implement a, a, a sexuality or a look back on a character that was like slightly feminine. Well, that's just your character trait. Yeah. It's totally okay. But it's it's also almost toxic because now you, every every time you you associate like femininity with them being transgendered, it's okay. for people who are for straight men who are effeminate, that becomes an issue for them. Like yeah. I know straight men who are feminine and people like will not believe that they're straight. Yeah. And you're like he's telling you like well, like he's telling you what he likes. Yeah. And they're like no, I don't trust it. Um, I, th- I think that everything has been allowed to evolve except masculinity. And now that masculinity is involved, we put masculinity into this box of what it has to be a certain type of energy. It's like a certain type of look. And that is evolving. Masculinity is evolving. I, I'm not saying I was one of the first, because I definitely was not one of the first. Mm-hmm. But for a long time, people called me metrosexual back yeah. in 2008, yeah. 2009. Because it, it, it was a new definition. Yeah, because I took care of myself. I like to dress, blah, blah, blah. People thought. Jay is gay. I'm like, look, I don't, I love a lot of women, and I yeah. with, you know what I mean. Like, I am yeah, not you're gay. Yeah, you're I just, stylish. I was I'm stylish. Not even, I'm, not even, I'm, not, I'm not even tank straight. I'm straight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. First of all, tank exactly. is straight. Like, if you actually listen to the interview, y'all, what he said was not even at all problematic. It was like him not being a homophobe is pretty much yeah. what it was. Yeah. It was like, is it okay if you know if women have sex and then decide to be straight? And he's like, yes. Yeah. So they're like, oh, it's okay if men to do the same. He's like, I guess if it's okay for women, it's okay for men. Yeah. And it's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth. Like, like I have never experienced anything with another man, other maybe an orgy with, with women in there, but gross. <laughs> Really? Look in my twenties, but back to the point. Your twenties? In my yes, maybe my thirties too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But but um, if women are allowed to experiment as much as they can and still go back to being straight, then men should have that same window of opportunity to do it. But because it's not seen as masculine, yeah, it's not it's not very socially acceptable, which is not fair on any case. But I don't think there's an attack on masculinity. Masculinity is the evolving, mm-hmm. and I think that's different types of masculinity that exist. And you just got to know what kind of man you're dealing with. I think that, and I'm not speaking for all women. I'm just speaking for me. But as for me, I think masculinity is dying. I think that there are. It's like there is an attack on masculinity because you never hear of like is femininity dying, right? There is like a very distinct like feminine culture, and it's okay, and women are embracing it, and we hold it still. But like the masculine culture, mm. I think what happened is masculinity e- emerged or evolved into really toxicity, chauvinism. 
yeah, into ex- extreme toxicity. And now it's kind of come back to an even point, but instead of like, it went all the way right, right? And instead no of meeting in the middle, it's like went all the way left. Yes. I do think that men or women are different. And I think that's one of the things that do make us more powerful. And I'm not saying like, you know, um, you need to act like you need to be the super strong person or whatever the case is. But there are certain things that I expect from men to do. And it's just it's sad to see it gone. Like the other day, this lady posted on Facebook and she was talking to like two guys, not having sex mm-hmm. with them, just like, you know, talking to them, getting to know them. Right. And she had problems with one of her lug nuts in her car. Mm. And she, you know, hit both of them up individually and was mm-hmm. like, listen, I'm having problems with, it's too hard for me to put, get my own mm-hmm. lug knot on. I need some help. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them really wanted to come and help her. Say what? Like they were all like, so what you going, what's in it for me? Mm. Oh, that's just wrong. That's bad. Right. And I'm like, that is so like back in the day, like that's what I think of when I think of men. Like it's like the idea of a man in my head is so uh, almost pedestal like, you know, like back in the day, like, Men went out of their way to help you. I've definitely been on the highway. Yeah, like my friend called me, and I was almost, I was all, almost to Lakeland on yeah. a meeting, and she was back over in Seminole. She says, "Hey, my tire is flat, and I can't get it changed." Yeah, I turned the hell around. Right, we associate yeah. masculinity a lot with toxicity, but we don't always talk about like the redeeming factors of masculinity. The fact that men are like they make you feel protected. They make they do make you feel safe. They are stop gaps. They yeah. stop the fucking madness. They have the ability to do that. And when they're real men, they do. And so I've definitely been like stranded on the highway and had someone literally back up. Yeah. Like he was driving. And he saw me, he got off on the road and then backed his car up like a half a mile to come and help me on the highway. Like yeah. that is a man to me. And unfortunately, and that has nothing to do with if he's a feminine or not, right? That's just for me a character or a principle that I associate with men that I feel like is dying. And so I do think that there is a I think that the whole masculinity is shift. We're all pretty much females. I don't, I don't think that's masculinity. I think that's a. I think that's a selfishness trait because I think that's how you view what is it. Like you said, what's in it for me? I think that's a selfish trait because I know plenty of men who still open car doors, still open, open, pull out the chairs. Like I, I have literally personally seen a broken down car on Fourth Street in St. Pete two women out there trying to push the car and I stopped my car, pulled over and went in traffic and helped push the car to the parking lot. Like I've done that and I think it still exists. Yeah. But I don't, I don't care for the term or the thing that people say masculinity is dying. I I don't think, I don't think it's dying. I think it's evolving, but I think people are becoming more selfish. And I think but that's I on think both that's part, sides. But, but I think that's part of masculinity dying is the selfishness. Like, I, I was kind of with you. I was like, oh, yeah, men will do that. But then I was looking at her post, and literally, and it was like some of our friends that we knew. And mm-hmm. they were like, nah, bitch, you on your own. Like, unless you about to do something for me, I ain't coming out of my way to help you. And I'm that's like. That's foolish. That's just like. I couldn't believe it. Like, you know what I mean? And I think, like, you know, masculinity, any, any label that we have, even femininity, there are just concepts that have all been constructed that, in general, fem- like, females tend to do, right? That's how we have determined what femininity is. Masculinity is the same. There are these principles, these are concepts that men in general, in general, are supposed to have. Men are not supposed to hit women. If you see somebody hurt, like, generally, if you, back, I just remember in my neighborhood, if something happened and, like, 
a guy, a man, like one of the older men saw it, it stopped. Well, that's the thing. In the country, we don't have a ethical, like, baseline Barrier, anymore. baseline. Yeah. Because it's, especially in the past, like, I guess in the past 10 years, there's been so many incidences of people over-indexing against, yeah. like, oh, a guy did me wrong. So that means every. every guy. And that makes a lot of guys be like, you know what? I'm not even going to involve myself in that situation because it puts me in a bad position. But see, that's mm. a victimization, like, standpoint. Ah, shout out to our last episode. But, hey, you heard it. You read it. You listened. Okay. But it's also a real thing. Yeah. yeah. Because you run into the Me Too in a situation where it's like, I really wasn't even trying that. I was trying to be helpful. Yeah. And I just, oh, you were falling and I, I reached for you and I just happened to grab something. Oh, he tried. But I always feel like those are more, I feel like we tend to extrapolate and just in society, we tend to extrapolate the bad situations and make them bigger than yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about how black men are terrible fathers. Like if you look at, which like, is not true, which is not, <laughs> not true. true. Stati- statistically, black men are actually more active than a lot of other um, cultures. Betrayal. Yeah. But the portrayal, it's the squeaky wheel makes the most noise you know what i mean so the ratchet woman who only dates men for you know dinners or the woman who doesn't care about a man he she just wants what she wants to get out of him you we hear more of those than we hear of you know like the good men who are doing it but in general i think most people are good i think we majority wise men are are good people you know what i mean like they're just Uh, like normal people we are you know what i mean but I feel like because we hear the squeaky wheel, people make decisions based off the squeaky wheel th- instead of being based off of who they are as a character. Like, don't change who you are as a person, I would say, you know? I think it's important to remember that the things that are outliers, is it the exception or is it the rule? Yes, right? that's, that's important one. to remember. And same thing when people say, well, women don't even cook no more. That's a lie. Is it the exception or like what's really happening? Maybe that particular woman doesn't cook, you know? Right. I think women do cook less than what grandma used to do. Because women actually work now. Absolutely. So yeah. things, things. So back to my things point. Things have morphed and changed. Yeah. Things have been changed. Things have evolved. You guys got to remember who you're dealing with. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to our listener shout out. Listener shout out. Listener shout out goes to AJ Green. Hey, AJ. She commented on our Facebook page in reference to our episode, Marrying for Love versus Marrying for Security. Her comment What'd was... I think love is mm-hmm. a form of security. Marriage truly is a gift from God for a man and a woman because he loves us very much. He established marriage to be a lifelong covenant so that each spouse would share love, fun, security, sex, children, and companionship together. So thank you, AJ Green, for commenting on our Facebook page, Altino Shade. Yes. Um, we love that our sippers are paying, are following us and interacting with us. It is a huge uh, proponent a component to our our show. We need you. We want you to interact with us. L, how can they do that? You can add us on IG at All Tea No Shade Podcast, all one word. You can always add us on Facebook. We have a page called All Tea No Shade. Like it. And we also have a group called All Tea No Shade Podcast and Friends. Join, add, share. What you sipping on? I am sipping on um, Coke. And is that vodka? It is white turtle rum. Rum. Yes, and I'm sipping on some of the same thing. I don't think Shay is. Shay is. We got can see is sipping on anything. So we are definitely sipping. So if you want to be a, a sponsor for something that we can sip on. Yes. Holla at us. Holla at us at all no shade podcast at gmail.com. All right, let's go ahead and move into the sip of the day. This is going to be a great topic. I'm so ready, y'all. <laughs> going to be a lot of backlash. 
You think? I think everybody hates Trump. Hey, L, do you know what time Maybe. it is? <laughs> hey, Sippers, do, do you know, know what time, what time, time it is? is? Time for the main sip, the main sip. Time for the main sip, the main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Time for the main sip, the main sip. I said it's time for the main sip, the main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Hey y'all, what's up, sippers? Are y'all ready for this episode? Today's main sip is called Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Absolutely. That's where we start. That's where we at with things right now. And if you like Trump, then you might not like this episode. This is not the episode for you. This is not the episode for you. You may want to head skip past this episode, episode six of season three. Yeah, it's definitely not gonna be the one. We're gonna go in. Right. Okay, so what's your first uh, fuck Trump moment? So, I just had some quotes that oh, I was Don't going... I ever. <laughs> that Trump has said. These he, are literal qu- quotes that he said. Literally things he's... This is the part that kills me with Trump supporters. I, I don't... You don't have to go far. It's literally like quotes right directly him. from him. And the, and you, you can find them, find them on the internet. He anywhere. Them, he tweets and them. And he does not delete. This is not CNN making them up. This is not MSNBC making them up. This is not NPR making them up. It ain't fake news if he's the one who's tweeting it. Absolutely. So, first quote that I had from Trump. I have a great relationship with the blacks. Oh How do y'all feel about that one? Send the blacks. The, the collective. <laughs> like, like, who even says As that? As for the blacks, the collective, I say, no, you don't. He clearly, he clearly does not have Did a he have to like? But he has some, though. He has some black people voting for him. Yes. Which but is, no, I don't understand but, how but it's even This possible. is another one of those where it's the outliers, the 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 squeakiest wheel making the biggest noise. He just recently True. went to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. He got booed, and right? They told people to stay home. They told people to stay home, but also... When you went in there, there was only actually like 10 or 15 black students from the actual college. Wow. Most of it was his supporters. And a lot of them were wearing like hoodies and things like that where you couldn't necessarily Tell who they see. Were. So they were trying to fill the actual room to make the room look like it was filled at an HBCU when it wasn't. And it still was pretty <laughs> empty. Like it still and was we- like. We don't want anyone, no one should ever feel ashamed for having their, po- their political views. Except so, if you like Trump, I'm but sorry. But if you like Trump, like I don't, hey, like, tell me why you like Trump, because clearly none of his policies support what we yeah. are trying to advance. Right. He's just a horrible human being. I don't get it. Listen, it's like, I, there's certain things, there's certain people who I'm just like, I take a pretty hard stance because I'm pretty like, you know what, to each their own. I'm kind of a hipster. I'm like, you know what, let love, love. But, like, I mean, Trump kind of falls into the bracket of, I think that if this was a different generation, he could have easily been a Hitler. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the level of disgustingness that I think of Trump. And so, to me, when people are like, I'm pro-Trump, I'm like, oh, and I am deleting you out of my life. (laughs) I won't delete him. I will unfollow them. I have someone. This is so weird to me. Like, this Facebook friend is a white woman, which is not surprising that she would support Trump. Right. What surprised me is that she has two biracial boys who are black boys. They are they identify as black. Mm. And she posted an article about um, how good Trump's stats are. But they were from like 2000. 
he first started. And then we saw which posting, aren't actually his stats. They were actually Obama stats, yeah, by the way. So we, saw, so we saw posting real stuff, and then I was just like, how? How can you support this person who d- clearly does not like black people? Clearly does not have policies. Like he's talked shit about countries where black immigrants come from, calling it a shithole country. Like it's just so much. It's so problematic. Yeah, but I'm not surprised because just because you have sex with black people doesn't mean that you actually like black people. Man, that part. That black, part. Black sex has definitely been capitalized. It's mm. become a like a market in and of itself. It's, it's an become industry. an experience. You know, a lot of people will come and dibble dabble in it. It's like mm. the new experiment. You know, back in the day you would experiment like girls would experiment with girls. It's always been that way. Now it's like always. girls would experiment with black men. Slave owners. And vice versa. Slave owners were sleeping with black women. Well, no, black, they're, they're, they're you know, black sleep- women, we always been lit, okay? <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> All right, my problematic quote is, and I feel like everybody has heard this quote, but I don't know how many people have actually, like, read it in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Like, you've mm-hmm. heard it paraphrased, but... You know I'm automatically automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's mm. like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when mm. you're a star, they let you do it. Mm. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. This is literally a 2005 interview with Access Hollywood's Billy Bush. Like He's trying to chalk that up to locker room talk. But even I have never talked like that in in locker room. Why is that acceptable though? Even it's, if it is a lot, like you're literally talking about not waiting, just assaulting a woman and grabbing her by her pussy. Like, why would that be ever be okay? It's never okay. And if it's if if it's something that you believe that's okay, that's okay in your own personal life. But as a presidential candidate, as the president of the United States, that is not okay. It's never okay. It showed a, a very strong lack of respect for women and i don't think he respect women at all like if you read some of his most horrible quotes when i was researching these i saw so many quotes they were always related to women always and in a very negative yeah, light a very, never very bad. he definitely doesn't look at women as equals but which, yet white women voted for him i don't understand. voted for him it's, whose population here's the things that people who support trump tend to say Oh, he is against abortion. Oh, he is. I'm absolutely certain he's, he's helping businesses. Oh, he's helping his businesses. Oh, God sent him, and that's those things. He doesn't even believe in God. I don't even believe that. That's the worst that. statement ever. Like the weirdest things for people to believe, because like he literally tells you that, like, hey, I don't care, but I don't care about these things. He literally yeah. tells you. He doesn't. He doesn't even. He doesn't even go to church. Yeah, he like, doesn't. He literally doesn't. He care. looks so uncomfortable. I think he went to the church like for one video or something, like some kind of event it was he looked so uncomfortable in there <laughs> i mean i would look uncomfortable in there because i don't go to church it's like you know your place but i'm not the devil he's the devil though all right do you have another one yeah here's another quote i will build a great wall and nobody builds walls better than me believe me and i'll build them very inexpensively i will build a great great wall on a southern border and i will make mexico pay for that wall mark my words we are not China. This is not like, you know, back in the decades. We don't have, like, rogue Mongolians trying to, like, burn down our villages and, like, pillage our, our, our stockpiles. Like, what the hell? They're human beings, guys. Yeah, I just, oh. for, for one, Mexico did not. Mexico pay for said this we did shit. not. We did not stand for this, guys. And we're, we're, sorry, go ahead. You want to know how much of that wall has been built? Right. Only a small portion of it. Isn't like, the private, like, only the parts that in private um, property? It's been, like, 68 feet. 
I'm done. Out of like 700 miles, they're trying to build. That That's like my daddy to do list. My daddy got a two, uh, has to do a, a fence in our um, my mom's backyard, and oh, my mom and dad's backyard, and that thing going up real slow, y'all. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I think illegal immigration is a problem. Don't get me wrong. I do too. It's a problem. But United States was built on immigration. Yeah. We're all immigrants here. Other than... Unless you are a Native American. A Native American. Uh, we are all immigrants. And I think that's the beauty of what makes United States great. Like, we are a, a melting pot of different cultures and beliefs and, and skin complexions that we should be proud of. We shouldn't be alienating ourselves from the rest of the world. It's literally the funniest thing when people are like, you need to go back to your Africa or go back to your culture. And I'm like... Well, then you need to go back too. Ain't nobody here. Unless you're Native American, you were not born here. This is not where you arrived from. This is not where you, like, this is not your origins. So, like, people who have the audacity to be mm-hmm. like, you need to go back to where you came from. So, dude. I had someone a few years ago tell me, they said, you need to go back. It was an uh, argument about something. I don't even remember. He was like, you need to go back to where you came from. I said, do you mean Virginia? <laughs> Because I'm from Virginia. Right. Like, where are you telling me to go back from? Now, if you're saying I need to go back to another, to Africa, to a country that I've never been to, mm-hmm. right, then you need to go back to wherever your ancestors came came to as well. Right. But I am from the United States of America. Now, I was born in Germany, born on an American base. I am a United States citizen. I am from Virginia. Mm-hmm. So when you tell me to go back to a beautiful state that I love with all my heart, which I would never go back to, by the way, because it's cold as fuck. I can't with you. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a dumbest statement ever. We're all from here. But the thing is, like, if you look back across history, especially, okay, let's even just look at most recent history, the trials. Almost everybody who stood up and said, hey, this is a bad situation. The what? The trials? The uh, Im- impeachment trials. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, investigation. All yeah. those people who are serving the country, has bled for the country, has the rewards for the country for their bravery yeah. and everything else. They're immigrants. Yep. Like, come on, people. Yeah, um, I think her name was Maria um, Yangovich, whatever her name. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm messing that up, but, you know, she wasn't born in the United States, but she said, look, I am from the United States. She said, this is my country. My loyalty is to the United States. Even though I'm an immigrant, this I don't have any loyalty to the United Kingdom. Yeah. And that's important to remember. Really just, important. Because, just because you weren't born here doesn't mean that your country is not where you live. Mm-hmm. And this this is the thing, right? If this is how you really think, then don't let them enroll in, in military. So many people who are not American citizens when like are not naturally American citizens do enroll and, and work in our military services. They go and fight yeah. our, for our country and they're not. That shit don't mean nothing. Remember all the black people that was fighting for the country and still didn't have eagle rights. Mm. All right, I got another one for mm-hmm. you. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured. And that's so bad, man. Talking about John McCain. Yes, he's talking about John McCain. Despite the fact that actual Trump dodged the drafts. Dodged that He dodged it so he couldn't go to Vietnam War. Vietnam War. He's trying to talk shit about John McCain, who was actually a captured prisoner of war, and saying that he's not a war hero because he was captured. Yeah, it's pretty bad. What are we talking about? This guy literally get like this is not, I'm not a big John McCain fan, right? I I'm just not. I know that Republican, but right, but I respect the fact that he went to this foreign place and he, to protect my rights. You know what I mean? And he got captured and tortured and was hurt, 
and still held out for me, for us, for America. Like, how can you do anything but respect that? Here's the thing about John McCain. John McCain did not fuck with Donald Trump. Not. He was not fucking with him. That's all, y'all. <laughs> but, but he will always put country first yes. before politics. That's John McCain. John McCain might not agree with all the policies, but when it came to pushing an agenda forward, he was very bipartisan, mm -hmm. and he wanted to make sure that the country came first, something that Donald Trump is not doing. That's something that his supporters are not doing. They're putting the MAGA Make America Great logo Donald as, as, the, as the thing to go by. Like, it's all about the Republicans. That's not, that's not how it should be. Donald Trump is putting Donald Trump first. He's not putting the nation first at all. No. What about you? So next quote I had is, which you already had that one, so I'll go to the next one. Listen, this one is pretty. This is pretty disgusting. This is direct quotes. Yes, I've said if Ivanka weren't my daughter, I have that one too. Is it perhaps I'd be dating her? Yeah. What that, is that about? He goes. He's talking about that Playboy. So she, there was like a rumor saying that Ivanka got offered something in Playboy, and, and that was him responding to her. Like he, I don't think she would do it, but she has a nice figure. If she wasn't my daughter, I would date her. He only cares about two, well, three things: himself, money. And Ivanka. That's true. Look it's at weird. it. That's all he cares about. It's weird, about. though. Like, he doesn't why? care about his sons. That's the only three things he cares about. Like, Ivanka has, like, a, a room in the White House or whatnot, and that she, but she has no official title, really, yeah. on, on the, on the, in the she, presidency at she all. She goes to very, like, it's funny because Ivanka almost acts like the first wife. She really Tell does. Tell me about it. She now really that does. I think about it, she really does. It, what, and what parent? would ever say that I would, it would yeah she wasn't my daughter I'd date her no one has ever said I, wouldn't have I don't say even that know sisters. what I would like my it's disgusting I can't even imagine this my father ever thing, saying right? that about me it's worse than the T.I. thing yeah <laughs> yeah actually cause like T.I. isn't like ooh I'm checking for a hymen and you know I wanna be the one to break it like, we don't yeah. even we rarely even say that about our, our best friends we don't go if he wasn't my best she wasn't my best friend I'd date her yeah it's just awkward so you're definitely not weird. gonna say that about your daughter or your yeah. or your brother. But that goes back to his whole sensation of how, like, how he feels about women. Right. Okay, Donald Trump quote, literal quote, women, you have to treat them like shit. Wow. Uh, that's timely. Wow, <laughs> he said that? He yeah. He said that? Actual words, out of his mouth. It makes me, and, and, and you know, it, given his, his, we don't know, we don't know this guy, right? We don't know them. I always take that with a grain of salt, that mm -hmm. someone who, who you see from afar, it's not necessarily the person that you see behind closed doors. But given the given the the evidence that is stacked against Donald Trump, it makes me wonder how his wife actually is dealing with that. I don't think she likes him. Like a lot of body language experts have oh. clearly shown that she absolutely not clearly because that's not really true. Absolutely towards him. Yeah, mm -hmm. multiple body like language experts have indicated that there's not a lot of accord happening between his wife and him slapping yeah. his hand away looking at him like what being go. not like being the first to let go like he'll go reach for her hand and she will hold it for like a millisecond before she lets go she doesn't want to do it yeah just look just look at the difference between president obama and michelle first lady michelle obama and their chemistry <laughs> their chemistry versus president donald trump i ain't calling president donald donald trump and his wife i, I think it's a hard melania, comparison melania. though 
I think we should compare them maybe to like the Bushes. Bushes? Because the Obamas were very, they were like the Kennedys. They actually were in love with, they're yeah. actually in love with each other. A lot of the presidents, you don't really see that you like see their love and affection yeah. between the wives and the husband that much. Like if you think of the Clintons, even in the Bushes, like there's a an exchange there, but the level of love isn't as apparent as for the Obamas. So I, I think that's a hard comparison to do. Yeah. But if we were to use the Bushes, or even if we were to use the Clintons, I would say more so the Clintons. I think I think JF, um, John F. Kennedy and and his wife were actually in love. And yeah. I, I mean, it was for it was for all of our time. But based on what I've read in his, his history and seen, I always think about the fact. I'm like, could you imagine if you if your husband just got assassinated right next to you? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, this is, like, the father... She was traumatized for the rest of her life, I'm sure. How can you not be? Or, like, you ever heard about Bob Marley's wife? Yeah. She literally got shot in the head. So when they were assassinating him, she actually got hit. A Mm. bullet hit her directly in her head, and her dreads were so thick, it stopped the freaking bullet. Could you imagine? Natural roots. (laughs) Could you imagine? But, like, could you imagine sitting there and watching your husband get... Like killed and then realizing that there's a bullet in your yeah. dreads. This is a little off topic. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's gonna say this oh. is off topic. Yeah. But what? I don't know Bob Marley's history. So he was who was he murdered by? Do we? Do they know? It hasn't come out. But he was. So he was shot. He was shot. Mm. He was definitely murdered. Hmm. I think he had a lot of radical beliefs. Yeah. You know, one was, love. He was really transforming the way that. The well, Jamaican culture. Yeah. But on top of that, he was affecting like national, like global culture as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to, to find out what what his children feel about about and who who took him out mm. or, or whatnot. So, all right, but yeah. Do you have another one? No more. One. I got one more. Me too. I have two more. So this is a quote about a another about a woman. Mm-hmm. Ariana Huffington is unattractive both inside and out. I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. Ooh. He made a good decision. It's so personal. It's so petty. Okay. So first thing I'm going to say is when it comes to the pettiness, the pettiness, Donald Trump is a level. He would be amazing on the real house husbands of like whatever, whatever. city he, yeah, he wants to he, be. He is a troll king. What he thinks he but he's unex- on par with 50 cents yes, for sure. Yes, but it's unacceptable for well, president, the president of the United States. But yeah, who, I mean, why do you, why do you take I, it so I personal with people? I understand why your man, no. like you, why your husband left you for a man. Who? If they don't like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wants to annihilate you. It's all war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if you disagree with him in the slightest point, it's all war. Even if you, if, if you agreed with him, even if you're on his side. Yeah. And you happen to say something negative about him. Talking about this narcissistic behavior yeah. and this victimhood. It's literally everything is his. It's, it's about him. He did it. And if it didn't go well, then it's somebody else's fault. Yeah. Even if he just just said, I did it. Yeah. Like, it's so annoying. So my two quotes that I have left, they kind of go hand in hand with each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first one, I could stand in the middle oh. of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters. Okay. It's like incredible. So he said this at a, a rally. He was a lion, though. He, he, he wasn't was lying. So locked in. He said this at a rally in Ohio on January 23rd, 2016. And then he also goes, We won with poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. Yeah. 
he is so blatant. He literally insults the people who vote for him. Like, yep. he doesn't and even still, care. He doesn't him. even try. That, char- that charismatic narcissism is it's, it's really dangerous. What was the quote that he said that if he had ever ran for president that he would run for Repu- as a Republican? Yeah. Because they're idiots? Because they're idiots. Yeah, yeah. But he has a, a quote from the 90s where he goes out and pretty much just says, like, if I ever ran for president, I would run on the Republican Party because pretty much you just have to tell them that you like Christ and, you he know, and you're about, about, you're about family and they'll and they'll accept you. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't he was wrong. Right. Do, y'all, do you think the election of Donald Trump has changed politics and, ha- and how we view it? Oh, absolutely. I think it'll be interesting to see what our presidents look like moving forward. I think it's a huge shift uh, on how presidents are how persons campaign mm-hmm. and how they're received. I mean, you have like, I don't, when Kanye West says I'm going to run for president, I don't take that lightly. Like, yeah, it's very possible. I think yeah. that he's really planning on doing it. And I think based on the way that Trump has done this, I think it's a real possibility that, you know, we're going to have more and more outlandish people running for president. He's exploited the celebrity of value that, uh, the celebrity this pedestal that uh, Americans put people on. Yeah. And uh, that instantly translates into votes of whatever kind whatever mm-hmm. you need them to do yeah because you're you're reaching to the bottom of the pile and especially when you can take control of the media yeah. that's that's the biggest thing is the media the media control the media arm of it is the, the best the and worst thing about trump is like these tweeters is this is this tweet the tweeters the tweeters oh, i'm you, like my grandmother okay, i know it's the tweets <laughs> because as problematic as they are we can't stop looking at them and yeah. in a world where social media runs supreme, where the more you see something, the more it's in your face, like people tend to, you know, defer to it. He, the celebrities are going to be the ones running. Yeah, I think it's changed in the fact that if you think about it, America has always voted the exact opposite of what the current president was. And that has never changed. It went from George, George Bush, uh, first George Bush to Bill Clinton. And right. then it went. So then you think about it. Donald Trump is a direct opposite of what President Obama was. Oh, Jesus. Right. And so I think now the next person, whoever is going to be elected, hopefully it's not Donald Trump. But if it is, next person after that will be the exact opposite of what Donald Trump is. And the problem, I think, is that there's nobody in the middle. Right. Everything is either far left mm-hmm. or far right. And so somehow we have to get the country more centrally located so that we can get politics back. But I do right. think that the election of Donald Trump has changed what politics are and Absolutely. it's given opportunity to other people to run. I think you see that with the Democratic candidates right now. Like, you know Buttigieg? Think- like, come on. Like, who would have thought Buttigieg would be able to run? You know who I think started ago? this trend? Who? Arnold. I'd be back. Arnold the governor. I think when Arnold became a freaking governor, I remember. Well, he was a good one, though. I, do, I remember when that happened, and I was like, whoa, they made Arnold? But I feel like that is when they realized, wait, we can lobby our celebrity power in politics. I think that yeah. was, like, when the light bulb happened. But we've had celebrity, like, presidents before. But here's the deal. I mean, Ronald Reagan, technically, yeah. he was a celebrity. He was a celebrity before he was yeah, president. Of, so, and that's a whole different situation as well. But it's not even about the politics for me. It's about the, the systems. Because mm-hmm. his presidency has eroded pretty much every single system that that is going to go forward and yeah. the scariest thing is that second term because if he gets a second term he's not leaving for at least eight years ten years 
Un- yeah. Because he's going to change the rules, and he's going to have the. It's going to. He's because he's going through a lot of stuff where the rule, like the 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 other two branches, are being minimized. Yeah. yeah. Right now, currently in the impeachment process, we have this huge problem. So, they want to have the impeachment fall under the rules of trial procedure. So, you know, in courts, when you have a trial, there's certain things, there's certain evidence that's allowed and mm-hmm. not allowed based on how it's received. Those rules generally are not applied in, in like a pr- impeachment, you know, Just kind of setting. In the house, right? Yeah. Because there is hearsay. Like hearsay is a really big um, evidence, you know, barrier yeah. where things can't come in because you've heard it from someone else, right? Mm-hmm. But in a White House scenario, when you're only hearing things through the grapevine, like in Nixon, you're only hearing things based off of what your boss says or, you know, conversations you've passed in the in the hallway. Those things are huge. Those those whistleblowers, those can impact, those can really change, like, honestly, tell you what's happening, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But they want to apply these, these, these federal rules for a trial, but a trial is very different from impeachment. It's a yeah. much different standard. The good thing it's is two stages. Yeah, the good thing is though most of those federal judges are still most of them are about the country more so than Don, the, than the party. Because there was a pres- there was a, um, a, a a judge recently in New York who I think he was put in office by Republicans, but he voted against Donald. He, Donald Trump didn't want his tax releases to come out. Yeah, and he and this judge pretty much said, "Look, you aren't a king." Yeah, thankfully, I, I'm going on. Thankfully, yeah, you know, it, but it, it was uh, with uh, his lawyer telling his law, his lawyer to go speak. Yeah, because um, yeah. that's that's the big thing. Like Donald Trump has managed to to put a whole bunch of stuff in a cover up under under wraps, and if like he says a lot in plain face. But the way he says it makes it makes it not necessarily attributable to him, like the actions. So the people who can say, "Hey, he told me to do X, Y, Z," he's shutting them up. And so that man, was all about like, "Hey, it's a whole another level with that right there, man." Like, okay, uh, Donald Trump is the epitome of cancel culture. He how many <laughs> how many staffs? He like literally took the Apprentice into the White House. Oh, like, yeah. I will fire you, bitches. Well, he doesn't actually do the firing. He's so he's very afraid of firing people. He doesn't like confrontation. He has had so. He ha- he has had the most turnover than any other any president other president, president without even ever. hiring people in the first place. Yeah, yeah, and so but like the whole Rudy Giuliani thing now, Donald Ooh. Trump is Donald Trump is like Rudy better watch out because he's recently, about to be the fall man. Donald Trump's been trying to oh, distance himself a little bit. He doesn't want Rudy to talk. You know, Rudy got all the dirt. Rudy got he all. He got all the tea. Yes, Giuliani. All the tea. I was he was a mayor of mine when I lived in New York and. Being a citizen under him is was a terrible, terrible. Like I mean, the amount of racism. He was like the Donald Trump of New York City, you mm-hmm. know. Like if you could imagine, but yeah. he was only you know in a very limited structure, a limited power capacity. He wasn't mm-hmm. the president, yeah. Yeah. but like, whew. so I see why they're friends and I see why they get along. But you know Giuliani has some some. some oh dirt. yeah, he ain't dumb. He ain't dumb. I mean, he he got some dirt. But it's interesting because Trump is trying. I, I I'm always I always wonder if Trump's undoing is going to be Trump himself. Oh yeah, yeah. they're gonna undo each. Rudy and and Donald are gonna do each other in. I guarantee but, you. And this is the problem. So now Bloomberg has officially. What is he doing? I don't understand. I don't Mind understand. you, Bloomberg does this all the time because Bloomberg was the mayor after Giuliani as well. So Bloomberg always understand. comes after Giuliani to like quote unquote clean it up, but really he doesn't clean it up. What he's a billionaire. Yeah. All he cares about is billionaire interests. Like. Yeah. 
like yeah, he, he needs to go away. Like you're literally putting someone like Trump in office, but at least he's not as embarrassing. We have to as a as a registered in the, well, actually, I'm a registered Democrat here in Florida, but when I first moved here, I was an independent, but independent voters don't have the same luxury of voting rights in primaries if you're not a registered Democrat or Republican. Right. So right Which now, also is a problematic. Yeah, so right now I'm a registered Democrat. Why is Bloomberg getting in the game so late? Like, just go away. Because like, there's no gotta, one else. Like, the, all the candidates that have come up in the Republican no, Party are not that Democratic great. Party. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm... I mean, the Demac- Demac- Democratic I, Party, excuse me. I mean, Joe Biden does say some dumb shit sometimes. But he I'm does. not against Joe Biden. And I'm not against um, Buttigieg. But I feel like I'm Joe Biden against- is also kind of... The reason why Joe Biden is even in the conversation is because of his relation to Obama. I don't think Biden huge, stands on his huge, own. Huge, huge part of that. And Absolutely. I think that's his problem. He doesn't stand alone. I actually, Bernie I actually, Sanders, can you sit I down? Like I, can't I do love Bernie. you. I I'm love Bernie. Bernie. I'm but Bernie. no one, you already had your shot. No one's gonna. It's no one's I picking actually, you. I actually want Warren, Elizabeth Warren, yeah. to win. To be honest, to be yeah. completely honest with you, I want her to win. But I don't think she's gonna get the primary. If she does, she gets my vote. Yeah. She gets my vote. Well, but who, who would be the vice president? That's here's the deal. We have a a, uh, a table full of vice presidents. Yeah. So who who would be your vice president choice? Biden. Um, no, Biden <laughs> wouldn't no. do it. He's not going to do it. He won't do it again. He wouldn't do it anyway. He, he, like he, either he wins or he's, or he's, he's not out. doing anything. So I think my gut is telling me that it's going to be someone like what's the uh, Hispanic guy that. Um, Hispanic or, or Asian, Asian, Asian guy. Yeah, Yang. Yeah, no, 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 no. Somebody else. That's already. He's been a big talk about it. I have to look it up later. But um, Yang is Yang is a possibility. It's gonna be someone lesser known. Yeah. Like, oh, so not, not even talking right now. Just out yeah. Of the, oh, uh, you mean not, not Rubio? Not he's not, no, Rubio. not Rubio. No, no. But he's he's, like, he's, 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 he's he's I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm on the Google. It's gonna drive me crazy. He uh, he uh, he. Right when Trump was uh, getting elected, he was supposed he was supposed to be the next person up. As the Democrat, mm-hmm. but then he just he was drinking too much water and he just screwed everything up. <laughs> what was his name? I don't know. We'll go with the question. We'll move on. I'll come back to it. So, you guys have you ever heard about the Trump University? Oh gosh. So Trump Which used was never to. A university it wasn't with. a university. He called it the university. It was one of those like programs, like a real estate seminar program. But he kind of made it look like it was an accredited Castro. university, and it wasn't. Oh, Castro. That makes Julian sense. Castro. Got you. Um, and so he's, he sold apparently 6,000 tickets for a 1,500 three-day course and 1,000 tickets for silver, gold, or elite mentored courses ranging in price from 10,000 to 35,000. And these people thought that they were, it's like, they thought it, because it said Trump University, they thought mm-hmm. it was an accredited university. Which and they, it was not. It's and a scam. some of the, the ways they, they marketed it and made it seem like it was a university, he was actually shown to be guilty in that case. And he was, he had to agree to pay $25 million. To, $25 well, million. I guess he wasn't shown to be guilty. He decided to settle for $25 million. Because there was going to be more. It was going to be more, yeah. They didn't get it. What did they gain? They didn't gain anything other than this certificate saying it's that it's a university. It's just a, any kind of program, that you, program, program course that you would uh, sign up for, any real estate program course that you would sign up for. But most people aren't charging $3,500 for a program course. That's, you know, tuition, tuition. Well, the thing is just, 
they didn't, they didn't get the actual, edu- actual education. That too. Mm-hmm. Like the people who were signing up for that 3,500, like, um, um, what do they call it? Mentoring program. They had issues. Got nothing. That, you, that's, sorry, right. that's the biggest, that's another biggest thing about Trump. It's all about the, the gilding. He gilds everything in gold and he talks big about it, mm-hmm. but there's zero substance. Mm. Oh, it's going to be a wall, 800 miles of wall. Here's 68 feet. If that. So yeah, I wrote down, here's the top five campaign promises that Donald Trump had. All right, here we go. Mm. It's the top five, whether or not he has fallen, come through with them. So number one was repeal Obamacare. He not just, quite. He, this no. is stalled. You don't even hear him talking about it anymore. He yeah. tried. He tried. And, and they were said, shut down by denied. his own party as well. They could, By he, his own he party. He could not get enough votes. And right. no one wanted to be tied to that. So that was his number one campaign policy, repeal Obamacare. Nobody is going to ever repeal Obamacare at this point. They will amend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as they should. As they should to make it better, but it's never going anywhere. Brilliant. Um, second campaign promise, build a wall and make Mexico pay for it. What is the 68 feet wall? <laughs> and Mexico said, screw your bill. We're not doing it. Yeah, yeah, they were never going to pay for it. Why never. would they pay for another country to put up a wall for the like, they they're not gonna do it because of some backroom deals or whatnot because they have uh, trade bargains or whatnot. But yeah, so the wall and is- mind you, for everybody who's like, oh, we hate Mexicans. There has been so many American businesses that have struggled, which has impacted Americans significantly, including your pockets. Like if you like mm. strawberries, if you like grapes, and you realize that those prices have gone up, a lot of those California farmers and vineries and all that kind of stuff. What, what were they called? He, he put some, um, the tax rate, no, on China products. What was a the, uh, oh, a tariff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the, the aluminum thing is killing American businesses. Small, you, large and small. Yeah, like literally, so we have the people, the, when he first got in office and he was doing all this wall stuff and not letting Mexican people come in who were just coming in for the months to like to actually work. work. Yes, yeah. The whole wine business in California like tanked. Mm-hmm. Tanked. Because they you. had no one to, they were they were paying people $100 an hour to go pick grapes. People would, would last two hours. It's such a, Backbreaking work. And imagine picking cotton for free. Right. It's such backbreaking work in the sun with very little relief that people refused. And so there was like farms full of just rotten produce, rotten fruit. So here's another one that he actually has kept, the promise he kept. Suspend immigration from terror-prone places. So he has definitely made it harder for other people to get in. Except for one, Ukraine. Russia. Uh, it was uh, Saudi Arabia, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did allow Saudi Arabia. And I don't, you know, again, back to our, what we were saying earlier. They got the money. They got the oil. Yeah, I don't agree with the, with alienating ourselves from. Do you know how crazy it is that we're on a, tar- a tariff war with China when we owe them like, so much money? I, I <laughs> talk, we talked about this earlier on another episode. I need. I want to find out how much That's we what? owe of China's debt. You know what I mean? Like every country owes oh. owns the debt of Those another country. Various par- you know what various, I mean? Yeah. So yes, so yes, China has a lot of, owns a lot of our debt. Yeah, I'm curious because I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someone Sippers can put it in the comments. How much debt do we own of China's? So another one that he promised, campaign promise was cut taxes for everyone. Um, so he has not done this. Um, he has cut taxes from for some people, mm-hmm. but mostly business people. But has not cut from all people. Yeah, the, the whiplash effect on that is going to be terrible. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I, I, you're going to save money in taxes, but on the flip side, we're going to uh, not give you as much back or you're in a couple of years that all that extra tax break that we gave you that two years that we said, oh, yeah, that, that tax break is going to be helpful. The backlash is going to be bad. Yeah. All right. I have it. I have it pulled up. All, all right. right. It says, and this is just a Google search, so this is, this is what we owe? Yes. Okay. So this is what China owes, or what we owe China is $22 trillion Wow. As of February 11, 2019, that's our debt to China. And our debt's only going up. Our, the, chi- the debt that's that China point. has to us is $4.3 trillion. Mm-hmm. 4.3 trillion compared to 22 trillion? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yikes. No, compared to between 22 trillion. 22 trillion so versus so 4.3 trillion. So we wow. clearly owe them a lot more. Wow. Wow, that is horrible. The act the actual um the national debt I think increased to over a trillion um cuz he's all he's doing is spending money. Like, did y'all see that he, we he he has because of his golfing that he wants to do has cost the taxpayers millions of dollars. So our national debt is at $21 trillion. The current national debt is more than $21 trillion. The national debt clock in the U.S. Treasury Department website, Debt to Penny, will give you the exact number as of this minute. So $21 trillion. So my last question I have for y'all is, do you think, I have two more. Do you think the election of Donald Trump woke people up? No. Not a, no, why not? No, because it's literally the fact that we're even the fact that he hasn't been an impeached. We've just read like some of the most outrageous shit that had any other president had had said or done, it would have been like instant no, right? The fact that he hasn't been impeached, the fact that we're still trying to get him kicked out, the fact that he has a good chance of rewinning the, the upcoming election. election, I clearly we're not incentivized enough. Yeah, I mean, it, it it may have woke people up, but the society as in general is not mentally prepared to actually act on that awakeness. Mm. So, because if you look at, like I said, look at all these other countries, we, you mentioned it before, where they're, they're actually like standing up against their government or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Americans have not been in that position for so long that, or they think that, oh, just because they posted something on, on Twitter or if they, they marched for one day, that's going to change things. They, people look back in history and say, oh, well, they did a million men march. That changed something. Oh, women did their women's, that women's movement for like one day. Then it changed something because they, they burned some bras. No, those were movements that happened over a period of 5, 10, 15, 20 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Slavery didn't end in one day. That was something that took years. Yeah. And, and our, also our culture is so not supportive of the people who do make the big sacrifices. Yeah. Like I, I always come back to Colin Kaepernick. Like he literally gave up millions of, he could be right now in the league, fine, happy, chill, like not a problem. He was doing pretty well in terms of stats, mm-hmm. but he decided to make a stand for us, for black people, for black men, especially. Mm-hmm. And when he did that whole tryout, you know, the, like the overwhelming conversation that I heard was, Oh, he sold out. Yeah. Like, Oh, I thought you didn't need this, their money. And I heard it mostly from black men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this man has sacrificed so much already for you and like to no real like it was like he sacrificed and then people did stuff people would, would wouldn't even like not watch the football game like you know what i mean like, and it's important yeah. to remember that that settlement is nowhere near how much 
He would have made. He would have made over the course of his career. He's at still all. in the league, so that's important to remember. He gave up his livelihood for us, and we did nothing in response. I think that the election in Donald Trump has made people more woke about the situation, but being woke and not doing think, anything is stupid. Yes, and I also think that we are currently more divided, or we are we have been taught. That your vote doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? People still think that their vote doesn't matter, but your vote does matter. And the problem People is... People died for your right the, the, to vote. It clearly yeah. matters. Stop listening to this bullshit. It like, matters, but it also matters more so than just the general election. People right. think that the general election is the only part where your vote does or no. does not matter, but your vote actually matters more on a local level yes. than they do in a general your election. Your vote matters less it's in the, the... It's the people who get voted into the House committee. Right. That, Primary elections. Uh, yeah, that are dictated the rules and laws that dictates your taxes and stuff like that yeah. locally. Who's your mayor? Who's your governor? Those people, those are the individuals who are going to help you get the right people in place for overall. Yeah, I always go back to people it's like, I say this, I'm in on this. If your vote didn't matter, why do so many people go through loops to make sure that voting is hard for you? Right. Why does the Russian governments Interfere, interfere with elections if your vote doesn't matter and this is just the thing like if you had like if you everybody works for someone and if you're not your own boss right if you had the choice to pick who your boss was <laughs> out of a list of like six people who worked in your company and you did like you not like actually voting in the local elections that's essentially what you're doing you're like i don't really care who my boss is i'm fine with it whoever picks his picks like don't you want a say in who's going to help run your company run the way you do things run the way like that you're you're going to be living essentially for the next couple of years like but that's but that's the thing most people a, most americans especially they think the government is going to Take care of things. That's that's the biggest problem. Why he's still in office? Oh, the government's gonna work itself out. Things are gonna mm. work itself out. I don't have to do anything. But you do. All right, guys. We can go on and on about how much we hate Trump. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. <laughs> but let's go ahead and move it on on. Let's get into our unsolicited advice segment. All right. All right. We have Patricia coming in, and she's saying, "Been attempting to reconcile reconcile my marriage." For the past five months. Today is Thanksgiving and we actually had a wonderful day. Congrats. What kind of person does this to us to someone on a day of gratitude? A bit of what? I guess I'm actually numb. And I feel nothing right now. I guess I'm in shock. I have spoken to my husband about it and he finally admitted to sleeping with her. And what she's mm. talking about, she posted <coughs> excuse me. She posted a a chat and she goes. A woman texted her from an unknown number and goes, I'm not sure if you know or want to accept that your husband fucked me many of times in the past year and denied it to you and still claims I'm the one. Good luck with that. Mm. The lady sent it in a group message to her and her husband. Mm. She ain't never scared, okay? She like trauma. Right, so this happened on Thanksgiving, so this is what she's talking about. So she's been... Married for five months. It's a day of Thanksgiving. They had a wonderful day. She's been married day. for five months? Mm-hmm. Only five months? No, sorry. They've been attempting oh. to reconcile oh, oh, their marriage oh, okay. for the past five months. They've been married longer. Sorry. Okay. Um. So that all happened on Thanksgiving. She's like, she finally spoke to her husband about it. 
and he admitted to sleeping with her, whoop-dee-doo. He wants a medal for, I guess, admitting to, or coming honest with it. Mm-hmm. He said she contacted him today, and he responded telling her she was the one, but that ship sailed, that he was working on his marriage and on being a better man. Mm. I don't know what to believe. I'm going to go deep in prayer mode and let God lead me here. Help me. What should I do? Uh, sis, mm. he told her and then told you that he told her she was the one, but she didn't play her cards right. Like, clearly that means you are not the one. Mm. You are the subtle. You, he's selling for you. And <sighs> clearly, if you're accepting this behavior, you're selling for him too. Cheating is not always a deal breaker for most for a lot of people, especially when you have a lot invested into it. I'm I agree. with you that most, more than likely, if it was me, cheating would be a deal breaker, right? Yeah. But it sounds like you're saying you spent the last five months trying to reconcile the marriage, which means you already have some major issues happening within your marriage. Mm. Now the fact that he's admitting that he's cheating on you, and not even like it was a couple of years ago, like recently, mm-hmm. yeah, should, should tell you how much he respects that marriage and what he what his intentions are. And so you should get the fuck out of Dodge. That part. What do you think, Shay? Keep it moving. It's hard. I get it. Like, I, I think it's so hard when you're married because you never want to walk away from a marriage without, like, well, at least in my pers- in my principles, you don't want to walk away from a marriage without doing everything. But I think that, um, A, don't be mad at this. Oh, I'll be mad at that chick because she knew about you clearly. But really take that anger and associate it with him. But yeah. um, but she more, really be thankful that she even reached out. I know it just yes, seems like shit that she did. It feels like shit because she she probably did it being petty. Absolutely, but homegirl just saved you, honey. Like Absolutely. because you needed to know what you were really dealing with, and she opened your eyes. Mm-hmm. But I think the very fact that he had like if a man can tell you, if your husband can look you in the face and tell you that she was the one, and she mm. failed to play her cards right, then mm. she wasn't the one either. No, it means that she he was willing to give it all up for her. Yeah, yeah. That's what all she had to do was want it. Essentially, mm-hmm. that's what that means. Mm-hmm. That means this girl who doesn't give a fuck, mm-hmm. right? All she had to do was actually want your husband, and she would have had him. Yeah. Right? She still can. And she still, she can. still can. And she, she still, still can. can. And he clearly, like, it, it. it's not like he came up to you and said, I think I, I'm more forgiving and cheating if the person has told me themselves versus me discovering it. I I think when you discover it, to me, it means that they didn't want you to know and that they weren't really guilty. They're, sor- they're sorry that they got caught, not necessarily sorry that they did it, versus if they tell you it's blowing up their life, they probably it's a secret they probably could have kept or maybe could have kept, but it's their way of saying, like, there's so, I can trust a man. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't trust him, right? Because he's cheating on you. But I can trust him a little bit more if I hear it from him first because he's feeling guilty about it yeah. versus if I hear it from someone else. Mm-hmm. If I hear it from someone else, it's done. I can't because that means you are fine with smiling in my face, making love to me, being in love, quote unquote, and then literally like blatantly lying to me in my face. I can't deal with it. Yeah, I um, I've always said never be mad at the person who reached out to you. Be mad, like you said, put that energy towards the person who actually yes. cheated on you. So I, I, I agree hundred percent. I know. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> so our, our universal thought girl is get out of there. You know we he don't want you. Not he really. Don't, he don't Not love really. you. At the very least, he's settling for you. And when somebody's settling for you, it doesn't take much for the other per, for another person a, a better fit to come along and take that person away. And how does that make you feel? Like how girl, would that make you feel, feel like to know that you are second choice? And a lot of times we probably are second. We always think about the one that got away, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but there's a difference between thinking that it's someone else and so, and your partner and telling you. That. And then also knowing yeah. they're pursuing them while they yeah. were with you. You know, yeah. like you had that old school love yeah, that they have in the back row and, you know, they were like, oh, it's the love that got away, but that was three years ago. Versus like, this is the person he's pursuing while he's with you. And it's telling you like, she could have had it all. She could have had your spot, but she didn't want it. Like, woo, child. Whew, that would have been a Medea movie right quick. Yeah. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and move on to that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's how I sound. That about, sounds. This is my everyday voice. Yes. I like the way Tony says it. We got to get Tony back in. <laughs> like, that sounds about right. I can't even do his country accent, y'all. Did you hear that? It turned out like more like Beavis Butthead. All right, the Sippers. This time for that sounds about right, a.k.a. that sounds familiar. I've chosen five to six songs for Shay and L. I've been crushing it. L's been on it. I got so I'm excited. Not, I'm not even going to lie. Like I'm about to get my ass handed L to me at the live show. On it, sippers. We're so. having some of our better contestants come. Yes, we have some people coming back for, for that. For that sounds, sounds familiar, right. Huh? And uh, maybe they will be better than Shay. Maybe. And not. I'm going to be embarrassed. That's all I know. Because I'm generally embarrassed when these people come on. We gotta get some guests on here because Shay has been struggling, y'all. Y'all. Just let me go do some research. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so y'all can find these songs on the Alt No Shade Spotify playlist. Please go stream them. Go play these songs. These are classic songs. They're great songs. We want the artists to get acknowledgement for them. That's the word. All right, so this first song came out in 2019. Money bands. <laughs> no. Try and guess the name of the song. You know the name of the song of the artist. I know this. This is um something Saturday. Sweet Pussy Saturdays. No. Who is it though? That sounds like the guy though, right? Is that the same guy? That's not Plies. I'm not saying you gotta is guess. It, <laughs> it is Plies. Ah! You gotta guess it. Thank you. I couldn't remember. You gotta say the name of the person. I could give it. You I literally said don't think you I remember it. a Ply song, but I do. I am his Instagram, like follow him on Instagram. His little sweet, 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 He's so funny because he's one of the few artists. His talking voice is very similar to his rap voice. It is. Like you know, like you know, like it's not like J Cole doesn't to me sound the same way when he talks versus when he raps. He did uh, the worst example, the little best example of that. Yeah, no. Chingy. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> Plot recently did a video talking about um, he would donate twenty thousand dollars to the person who sends a video of them doing some kind of challenge that he was picking up. Oh god. All right, so this one, I'm gonna say this. All right. That it is. It's never good when you have to give an Afro beat song. Oh fuck. But. He, Rami, Ratimi, Ratimi, what's the guy on Power? It'll play. Burn a boy. Correct. I don't even know what that he's was. He's the most popular one right now. 
yeah. couple days, couple years ago, it was a uh, what's his name? But he's Kate. doing really good though. Yeah. He's killing it. Yeah. Are you yeah. a fan of Afrobeat, though? I do, but I don't know the artist. I just literally go on a radio station that's called the Afrobeat Radio Station on Google Play and live my best life. I know Drogba. That's it. Spotify has a, uh, actually a lot of great Afrobeat uh, playlists right now. Yes, yes. Google Play, low-key. Do they? Do they? Yes. Google I'm, Play, I'm Google Play radio often. is literally, it's Google. Like, put the best of Google into music. That's true. It I'm going to take it out. outrageous. Like, their, their music station is so good. And the more that you like songs, like, you have the option to, like, when you like a song to hit, you know, the thumbs up. Yeah. The more you like it, like, songs, your radio stations get even better. I be jamming, y'all. All right, this is Burner Boy. What man gonna do? All right, that was a good one. One, 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 one. All right. This All right, was, Shay. This one came out in 2019 as well. I ain't gonna give no hints until y'all struggle. Wale? Wale? No. Oh, I thought that was the actual artist. It kind of sound like it. Shay, you beats. sound like the actual artist. I was like, who is it, Wale? <laughs> Did you just say his name? Big Sean? No. no. Do you know who it is? Is it that blue guy? No. Blue face? No. no. He's on beat. I'm gonna give you one hit. White boy. Machine Gun Kelly. G Easy. No. no, 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 no. G Easy. Yeah, we just listened to him earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I like G Easy, man. I, I like G Easy. You do like G. He needs to be your new Travis Scott. He's no. He freestyles. I never watch his freestyle. Oh, and, um, you know, what you call it? Sway. Sway in the morning. Yeah, this is called Demons and uh, Demons and Angels. featuring Miguel, Jeezy. I love Miguel. Two one, two one, two one. Miguel's one of the most uns- like slept on artists ever. Mm. Who? Miguel. Miguel. He's so good. He's he been struggling lately though. He he does, but he's like oh, he's so good. He's like Bruno Mars, but less like poppy. Yeah, less po- more real. Like I love Miguel. All right, two one, two one. This song came out in the nineties. Nineties. SWV. Maybe early two thousands actually. Lil Wayne's Lil on it, but he's featured. Tricks up. No, no, no. Lil Wayne. Young Lloyd. <laughs> Young Lloyd. Lloyd. No, wait for Lloyd. Stop. Wait a minute. Lloyd. No. I said Lloyd. Oh, did no, you say no, Lloyd? No, you did, you did I not. I said Lloyd. You did not. I said Lloyd. You can play it back. No, 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 you no, no, did no, no, not no, no, say no. Lloyd. No, here's what. I said Lloyd, and he said it's Lloyd on it, but somebody else is. No, you said uh, Weezy, and no, he said no, Weezy's on said, it. That's why. No, he said Lloyd is on it. I said no, no, no I said Lil Wayne's on we it. Will, we will play this back. You can. You I did not. Lord. You said Lil Wayne. We will play this back. I'm fine with that. It's serious on here, Sippers. It's serious about this right now. That one's mine. That's why he said that, no, no, Lil Wayne is on it, no, but he's not said, because you said Lil Wayne. No, I said Lloyd. You can't miss. This is a Lloyd song. I said Lil Wayne, but let's. Play it back now. Run now. Run now. Play that shit back now. You ain't beating me, Shane. Y'all see how it is, Simba. Y'all see how it is. So we'll just call it two for two. I got an extra song I'll play. No, uh-uh. It's yeah. my shit. Because yeah. I called Lord and Little Wimmy for two seconds. You're lying. He did not get that. He, he, I couldn't hear. Weren't you looking hear. for him to say Lloyd? If no, he said Lloyd, no, you would have no, recognized. No, he said Lloyd on. himself. So I'm no, like, oh. He no. never said Lloyd. No, hold on. Listen. Listen. He said Lil Weezy. I said Lil Wayne is on it, but it's featured. he's a feature. That's what because I said. Because you said Lil Wayne. I said Lloyd first. Can, okay, can we play this back, please? I'm so serious. You have to wait till Wednesday. We, uh, I'm we can't, we can't I'm not giving that a point. Nobody gets a no point No one gets a point. No Fuck one that. gets a point. Oh, 
You can't steal it from me. You don't get that bullshit. That's my point. I'm giving up a point for you, Shay, because I clearly got that, and you clearly did. Why would I say Lil Wayne after he says Lil Wayne? Because Lil Wayne was the one rapping. Lil Wayne didn't say nothing until Yeah, but people know him for that song. No, that's a Lloyd song. Lies and deception, you guys. Listen. Lloyd had like one album. There's a reason, Jay, there's a reason why you talked about Lil Wayne, because he said Lil Wayne. Like, what the fuck? Right, it's, it's all good. No! All good. No, no, no! It's two to one, and that's where we're moving forward to. Like, I gotta be a, a nice a nice loser or whatever. But no, yes. no. Be a nice loser no, no, no because gets, you No lost. one gets a point. No one gets a point. Why? I got that right. Because I think we just gonna go... You don't think that, we're though. Gonna go away. We you gonna know go away. you don't think that because you know that you wouldn't have responded to that Every, that way. Everyone was talking at the same time, so I could not But you wouldn't have heard it. someone say Lloyd hey, when you're searching for Lloyd? I will be vindicated next Wednesday. He will never be vindicated because right. I beat that ass every weekend. So, so you got, you got I Plies got two. And you got Burnable. I got two. I got Lloyd and Plies. Thank you. you know and he got Burn Boy. I know what I said. I know I'll be vindicated and I ain't worried about it. Let's go. All right, next song. <laughs> 2000. Getting heated up in here. 2000? Sippers, do you know? Late 2000s. Super me, late. Meat Mills. No. Female artists. Oh, 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 it's. Lately, Michelle, lately, lately, Jasmine no, Solo. No, 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 not Dead Slow. No, no, LMA. No, both. Very similar style. Son of a Her? No. No. I know this one. Jenny Aiko. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, I, I knew. The, I knew what? Have fun. I would be surprised if Who I got that I? before you. That's okay. I'm the girl's dumb sugar. All right. Don't take it personal. <laughs> All right, so can we can we call that can we call that two two one? We can call that three to one. No, let's call it two one. We can call that three to We're one. Call it two this one. Is a real good three. Two one. one. If you get this one, then you win. But a good three to one already. And one already. Two thousand nineteen. Her LMA. No, she signed to Kanye's album. Oh shoot. Kanye, you know I don't listen to him no more. Anybody Kanye it's about this this woman. Summer Walker? No. I kinda like her actually. I'm gonna give it to you. No. Play no games. Call me. No. Call me crazy. Baby. No. Freak me. <laughs> no. She has a banging body. Oh, she Saweetie? No, no. Saweetie? So, no, no, no. She did a, a, a show and I can't remember. SZA? That's no, not SZA. No, 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 no. She is with, uh, she's married to a ball player. Yes. And I can't remember her name. I, I, I'm i blanking out. I'm so sorry, people. But I know who, I know. <laughs> Tamia? No. Tamia, no. No, no. Tamara, Tamara. Right T, though. Tamara, 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 Tamara. No. Uh. Tana Taylor. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Tamara Tiana. Yeah. Hey, I knew I knew oh, who she was. Oh, yeah, I, I, you got another name, though. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her song called Morning. You feel better now? You, you, you nah. won the last year. <laughs> I mean, technically, she still would have won. But I gave her all the hits, though. So. You did give her a lot of hints. You're doing that TJ, the old TJ, giving her all the hints out loud. I'm just saying, listen, if you put it down, <laughs> I'm going to pick it up, honey. Hey. 
All right, congratulations, Sipper. Did you know, man, maybe it got, see, this the live a, show, is that's how it's going to be. It's going to be like, like the live gonna be show. It's going to be worse, because you, are you, do you think about the competitive people that we in, introduce, like, are Bridget, uh, Catherine, uh, Gerard. It's going to be bad. And these are all people who, like, they listen to, like, literally two seconds of the song, and they're like, oh, yeah, that is, you know, Jay-Z from his, you know, Reasonable Doubt album, the, track three, you know, that was in his first release, That's not in the funny. the explicit release. Like, it'd be bullshit. All right, what we got next? All right, we're going to go ahead and move into Fast That Shit. What's your shit? So my ish is... So my shit is um, airaffordable.com. 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 So it's a fairly new new we travel are not company. We're sponsored by them, but if you would like. Yes, please. You can holler at us at latinoshapepodcast at gmail.com. So the reason I chose that this week is because I recently booked my Costa Rica trip for February. For my oh, you've been talking trip. about Costa Rica for a minute. I'm yeah, so proud Yeah, I'm excited to Congrats. go. I've never been to Costa Rica, so, but I didn't want to pay for it all up front. So airaffordable.com allows you to do payments on your airfare. So this will help all the people who say they can't afford to travel, which is kind of bullshit to begin with. But now, if you have a trip that is $1,000 or whatnot, and it's a year away, you can do monthly payments. You can do every two weeks, you can do every three weeks, or you can do monthly payments through airaffordable.com. You actually get to you book your flight. Well, you reserve the flight, you screenshot the, the prices, the travel dates, and send it over to airaffordable.com. They will hold that flight for you and that flight will have to be paid off a month before you're supposed to travel. That's awesome. Yeah, it's That will good. change up a lot. Like I do big um, birthday trips, and so many people, the plane ticket is really the thing that sings people the most. It's generally mm -hmm. the most expensive part because you have yeah. to pay it up in a lump sum, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you're looking to travel and you don't necessarily have all the money up front, Check it out. Of course, there's a convenience fee. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. That they have, that's how they make their money. So it's like a $25 fee or whatever it costs them to hold the flight. And then you're good to go. And then a month before your flight, I mean, your travel day, you are set and you can get to go. I'm going to I'm gonna plan on a bigger trip for 2021. So I'm going to use Air Affordable for that. And that's my ish. I like it. All right, my ish this um, week is heated blankets. Okay, so it's been, we had a, it ain't been that cold. a random cold front coming in. And it's been nice to like have your windows down, especially in the mornings. The mornings, and I'm in Orlando, so we're actually colder than it is in Tampa, significantly. Mm, so I was not freaking prepared for that. Like Orlando is actually really cold, colder than Tampa. And it's always like off by five degrees, but five degrees means something, damn it, when you're in the 40s and 50s, okay? And so in the mornings um, for Orlando, it's been like in the 50s. Mm. It went, I got up maybe like two days ago and it was like 47 degrees outside. So having the windows open and I, I have to sleep with the fan on no matter what and then having my heated blanket, it is like optimal sleep like experience ever. It is so good. Like you're so warm and comfy and like yummy inside the blanket while it's freezing outside. It's the best. Warm blankets are amazing. And right now they have, I didn't buy it, but I just saw it. They have weighted uh, heating blankets at mm. Walgreens right now for 80 bucks, which normally to get a weighted blanket, if you have anxiety or any issues like that, a weighted blanket normally runs about $120 because they're, they're significant. They're on like 20 pounds, right? Mm. 
Um, and so the fact that Damn. they're on sale right now for 80 bucks is really good. So if you have anxiety um, or you just like to feel warm and snuggled, you know, hmm. a good option. I would not ever get a warm blanket here in Florida. A heated blanket. A heated blanket. They used to be really dangerous back in the day. Yeah, I know. You know, but I'm sure they've gotten so much yeah, better. Yeah, they automatically now. cut yeah. off now, and yeah, they're fine. Yeah, I just, I'm so warm-bodied in general yep. that for me... And this like, is like a, such a girl thing. It probably, it probably is. Most men are just is. really Yeah, warm. I get Why? hot. You're just biologically different, y'all. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, for the, they also have... You have the uh, the arm pillow, too, for the man. Mm. Cuddle, oh, yeah. The cuddle pillow. I have a U pillow. You're supposed to have that for, like, if you're pregnant. But I have learned, especially if you're a single lady, it is very nice. And if you are cuddling with someone, it allows them to, like, slip... It allows you to put your hands. Slip it in. Yes. So you don't have that dead head on feeling. <laughs> I hate you. But it allows you to do it without your hand dying. So the U pillow uh, yes. is like. That's for the men. For couples, That's for men. Because women, women don't ever put their arm under the pillow. It's the men that have to put the arm under the pillow. We don't put our arm under the pillow, but what we do do is this awkward, like, oh, um, yeah, T Rex arm. You wake <laughs> up and your whole, your arm refuses to open. It's like. <laughs> stuck in this position and it actually hurts like to open you ladies you know what i'm talking about yeah, right y'all men are not the only ones who struggle with the arm the arm problem during the cuddle sesh okay say what's your issue man wireless earphones i mean earbuds okay i like those i love my bowls i, 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 have, bowls. Shit too I, have, much. I have bowls ones man. I know. Things. I remember when he got them. I was he was so it would fall out and all he bows you know those 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 wireless buds were before iPods mm -hmm. and all Samsung ones. So I know I want to get the Samsung ones, but I just literally it's like sunglasses. I cannot the amount of headphones, earphones I go through, I cannot justify paying an absorbent amount for them. For the same reason, like I can't uh, justify yeah. paying an absorbent amount for sunglasses because I will lose them. Mm. Which brand do you have? A certain brand? Did you oh, bought? Jaybirds. Jaybirds, I haven't. Uh, you are bird. They're waterproof and everything. Like they do, really, I've dropped them several. I could swim with those. I Quick question, swim. guys. Mm -hmm. Did you guys? Did you get this on Black Friday or Cyber Mondays? No, I bought it ahead of time. Oh. I didn't. Really, I didn't really do much shopping. I got a couple like uh, electronic apps and stuff like that, but I didn't. You buy got app, they got apps on Black Friday and Cyber Mondays. Yeah, like so. I, I, uh, Teachable well, oh. had like a little Black Friday sale. Um, some games and stuff like that, but nothing really. Too what you got on Black Friday, Cyber Monday? You know what I bought on Black Friday, which I said I was not going to go out and do anything. But there's a Kmart up the street mm. here in St. Pete that's going out of business mm -hmm. in January. There's an adult store that starts with Mart too, right? That's right by there. What's yes. it called? Isn't it Kmart? Like, like I know the adult store name. Like I don't know the adult store name. Pennyworth. I'm playing. Okay. I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> That's not the name. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But no, so I went to Kmart and because they were going out of business. So you know they already have deals going yeah. out of business, but they also have Black Friday deals. Even better. So, a deal on a deal on a deal. Yeah, so I ended up buying two uh, bedroom nightstands. Oh, nice. I love so a good nightstand. So they were like $69 original price. I got them for 35 bucks. Even better. Even better. So that's what I did. So That's awesome. All right, guys. Let's go ahead final sip and get into our final sip what's your final sip this week i was going to do something but we're on time so i'm not going to do anything i don't All have right. anything so my final sip is gonna be our final sip until january 22nd which is we have our live show coming up guys we have 
find us on Facebook. Our yes. Facebook page is called All Tea No Shade. We also have a group. All Tea No Shade. We also have a group called All Tea No Shade Podcast and Friends. We are also on Eventbrite. If you're trying to look it up, it's just called All Tea No Shade Podcast. You'll, you'll find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, our live event is at the Rialto Theater. It's a beautiful space. Beautiful, beautiful space. It's January 22nd. Doors open at 730. Show starts promptly on what is it, professional people's time or military time at 8 p.m. And last time it was sold out. So get your tickets early, guys. Absolutely. You said the best. Anything else? I don't have anything else, man. All right. I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session. Holla. Holla and blessings.
Waiting for you, Shay. <laughs> All right, sippers. We are about to play That Sounds About Right, a.k.a. That Sounds Familiar. That Sounds Familiar. So I'm going to have, I have five to six songs that we're going to play for the table. Shay going to try to redeem himself last week. He got his ass whooped by L last week. Hey, man. And I'm just calling like I see it. I'm just calling how I see it. He's supposed to be a DJ. He got beat, so. Oh, so rude. But I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sippers, you can find these songs on the All T No Shade Spotify playlist. We do not own these songs. We don't have any rights to these songs. We just love the artists and the we songs. We do. So go stream them, go play them, give them some love. All right? So, Sippers and the Table. This first song. Okay. Is a 90s song. Shay's ready. He's, he's biting at the bit. Biting at the bit. Here we go. Just hoping I can get it this one. Brandy, Monica, SWV, Genuine. No. It was 90s. Casey and JoJo. He's light-skinned. Elder Barsh. No, no. John B. No, no. no. Stop it, Elle. You know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, Quab, Tribe no. Call Quest. <laughs> El Rock. Monday, no. Tuesday, no, no, Andy Rain. No, 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 crap. And Teddy Gamble. Teddy Pender. No, no. no. Teddy Penderesto. Slippers, do you know who it is? I know this song. Monday, Tuesday. About. It's not Teddy Campbell? Nope. Night and Day. There what? it is. Night and, Night and Day. Night and Day's the name of the song. You can go with either the name of the song yeah, or the artist. I, just, I, I just wish I could remember the it's artist. I'll be sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn it. I'll be That's sure. Quincy Daddy. <laughs> like I know, I know oh, the yeah. melody. Yeah, Quincy. Um. Puff Daddy's son, or I guess not adopted son. Hey girl. All right, say on the board one. I'll take it. Okay. Elle was just guessing everything on that one. She was, yeah, she, it's her tactic. She just interrupts you while you're trying to play. <laughs> All right, this one came out in the late 90s. Oh, this Sippers, do you know who it is? Wyclef Sean? Who? Wyclef? No. Good guess, though. I'm disappointed in you, Shay. You supposed to know who this is. Nah. Hey, man. Sippers, no. I love how he says that, like, the, the music hasn't really hit yet. Method Man? No, they're from the South. 8-Ball MJG? Nope. Goody Mom? Correct. That was a song. That was a song. Yes, y'all. I don't even know that. Goody Mob. I've never heard a Goody Mob song until now. Never? I was just going for randoms. You know, CeeDo Green is from Goody Mob. I know, like, I'm, like, in tune with maybe five Goody Mob songs. Like, everybody loved them at the time. This is a classic. This is one of that classic. Never have I ever heard it. I wasn't vibing with them like that. This is called Cell Therapy. Wow. Good guess, L. Good guess. I don't even know. Things come to me, you know, <laughs> from the air, from God. Wow. You know? At that point in time, if I couldn't dance to it, I wasn't listening to it. All right. Right, one, right, Shay? That's one, one. All right, so this next song, I'm going to say this really quickly. Oh, God. You need to be quick because it's a fat, the fast song. As far as the words, you're going to hear it as soon as she plays. Milkshake. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Hey. I gave you the girl. She, she, she should have gotten that one. It was, it was, like, it was pre, pre-recorded into her head. Like, yeah. That's also that beat, I though, have very curly hair, like Khalees, so everybody used to call me Khalees. So. Really? Mm-hmm. I can see where they. Remember my hair when it's like big. It's the oh, same. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I used to love Khalees, man. I thought she was sexy. I mean, she's still sexy. Yeah, she is. She's gorge. She has, like, sleepy eyes, but they're good on her. Yeah. Mm. All right, 2-1. Oh, you remember that video? No, yes. I remember that video. She was in a little ice cream diner, diner shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was pouring ice cream on her. I was like, this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, one of the very few... Uh, very first, like, naturally curly girls. Like, she helped start the movement. People don't give her her kudos. But, like, she was definitely one of the first black girls on the scene that did not have relaxed hair. That's true. That's very true. That's very, very true. Like, she was, like, curly, and she was down with her natural hair. And she had and some curves, a little bit of curves on her. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit. I thought I her and Nas were going to make it too. work, man. I was rooting for them. I, like, She's loved crazy. her and Nas together. I know yeah. that they didn't work out, but from a, a stand perspective, it was cute. Yeah. All right, so in this next one. I hate you so much right now. I hate you. Ah! Yeah, that was a crazy that one. That bitch crazy. <laughs> All right, this one's just a little switch up. We'll see if y'all know this one. It's a switch up. 2000s. Travis Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, um, um, Katy Perry. Correct. <laughs> Katy Perry. That she bit pink, though. She, he said he bit pink. She bit pink. It's very similar, yes. Good girls do. I don't, nobody can bite pink. Pink don't got no damn identity. I'm still mad about the Can't Take Me Home album. Can't Take Me Home? It was like the best album ever. She was hip hop. You know how like. Oh yeah, when she first came out. Day, yeah, when she first came out. She was very black. Come, yep, yep. And they would like literally steal our culture and like produce and be black. And yep, then the minute yep. they got hype, they would then be like, oh no, I want to do alternative rock. You're okay, right. Miley yeah. Cyrus, kiss yeah. my ass. You're right. Pink, Pink, Pink did do that. Pink is the queen of that. She came out she and she got that. popular off of black culture. And then the minute she could, she was like, I'm a rocker. That's shit. not my style. Yeah. All right. We're going to keep it going. L, you you are the winner. I mean, high. High five. High five. <laughs> Shay, you still in it, though. Kind of. Shay, I like competing against you. You're just so bad. Wow. <laughs> this one. Sean, what's his name? Kingston. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh, somebody else? I dislike him so much. Me too. Does he still sing, though? I don't think he does it anymore. He probably writes. Like, I heard, like, one new song from him, like, a year ago. But the thing, I just dislike Caribbean, quote-unquote Caribbean artists, that they're just super pop. Like, the only person that can really pull it off is Sean Paul. Sean Kingston was hot though when he first came out though. He no, wasn't that bad. Even, like dancehall was kind of making a resurgence yeah. in America. Yeah. I like it though because I feel like without like now that there isn't any Sean Kingston's, we don't really hear that like I, I appreciate it more from a Sean Kingston than a Drake. Like Drake has no yeah. Caribbean roots at oh, all. Next door, but yeah. that he will jump into a, a Jamaican accent with the quickest, and you're like, yeah. dude, you don't that's not even you. That's not you're not from the islands. You you that's not part of you. Like I prefer Sean Kingston because he is doing it pop, but it is actually his, his, culture. his culture. His family's yeah. actually from there. There's like a level of authenticity there that I'm comfortable with. So I think it's fine. Well, right. I'll, did I'll, you hear that Rihanna's coming out with a reggae album? I know it's, it's, it's a reggae be, soca album. It's gonna be fire. That'd be dope. And they yeah. said that Nicki's doing a soca album too. I thought Nicki was done. She's retired. Nicki's not retiring. Nicki's just crazy. Mm. All right, one more, Shay. I'll give you one more last last chance. All right, here we go. L gonna get it though. What's it gonna be? Un Vogue. <laughs> no. Right group. In Vogue. Wrong song, though. It's in Vogue. Don't let go. Don't let go, damn it. Oh. I, just, I knew Dawn. Ooh. That was the vibe, though. Like middle school. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
What is where does Invogue rank? If our, in your opinion, as girl best female groups of all What's time, but it's in Vogue rank. Top what? Top ten. Not even top five. Yeah, I probably put like. I don't in know. Vogue and top five. They gotta be top five. They're 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 tuned. They're like melodies that they, they were doing were like always. If you put it, if you played them like at a, at a middle school party or something like that, it was always the thing. And they were one of the best selling groups of all time. They were. <coughs> I got to put them in the top five. All right, Zippers, mm-hmm. how did you do on that? Sounds about right. Clearly, Elle is pulling herself the last couple of weeks because she has lesser competition. <laughs> but it is what it is. <laughs> I didn't did I beat you too, though? You did beat me the other week. You We're did. We're not going to talk about the fact that a computer is providing information. All right, TJ. So, so you know guessing? they used to talk all this shit about you, bro. Look at this. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. Anyways. What we got, what we got next? Mm. Oh, I disconnect off of you, so I'm going to mess you up. Oh, how we have next? Are you done? Yeah, I'm all done. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to... That's my ish. That's my ish. What's your ish? What's your ish? Shit. What's your ish? Okay, my shit. I brought it today. It's Krispy Kreme donut. I have not not had a donut yet. You're tripping. I've been thinking about it though. So I moved to Orlando. It's over with. And what I did not know Mm. is that Krispy Kreme isn't as prevalent like where I'm living in Orlando as it's here. And so I used to have like past Krispy Kreme literally every single day. They used to bring it all the time. I know. When you don't have access, like I literally wanted a Krispy Kreme donut and I only like want one. It was like a 30 minute drive for me to go get one. And I wanted one so bad last Sunday morning. Mm. And I was just like. Did you stop in Tampa to get those when you were here? Yeah, I drove past Uh, and I was like, yay. Krispy Kreme. There's just not that many in Orlando. Orlando. Krispy Kreme donuts are pretty damn delicious, especially when they're warm. That hot now sign is on. Yeah. I have to stay away from donuts because I can't eat just one. I have to eat like. I know that's why I always get like I will literally just go and buy the one like you know how you, if you buy in bulk you can always like you know get a better deal yeah. but I've realized that when it comes to like like my diet like I cannot buy in bulk because I don't I don't have the willpower so I just yeah. need to even if it's more expensive to just buy one yeah. and have to possibly yep. Yep. buy another one I rather do that it's just a consequence yeah it's mm-hmm. a consequence mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that extra time I have to go back and get the other one then it, it will discourage me. So inconvenient. I'm not going back for another one. Exactly. So yeah, that's a good one though. I'm with it. I'm gonna get one of those. I don't want y'all to see me eating stuff in my face with the Krispy Kreme because they do not sponsor us. They don't. Yet. So. But they can. Hey. <laughs> Altino Shea Podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Right, so my ish is cycling right. So I had my. You're such a rider. Yes. I um <laughs> had my cycle bike in storage the last few months and. I pulled it out of storage recently and went for a 14 mile bike ride. How do they do? That? First of all, can I just ask you a question, like a realistic one? Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're young and you ride bicycles, you never get tired. Like I tried to ride bicycles as a, like mm-hmm. an adult person, and I mm-hmm. instantaneously, like two blocks in, I was like, "All right, I'm done." How do you ride the 14 miles? <laughs> like, do you not literally get tired? Yeah, well, it depends on what your pace is. Yeah. Like, if you're going super fast, yes. If you if you if your goal is to get a super great workout. Yes, you get tired. I mean, I have friends that do 25, 30 mile bike rides. I'm not up to that level yet. But me, I was on this on this past Saturday, I was just casually riding. Oh, it was just a chill. That's yeah, nice. it was just a chill. I went I went through Clearwater Beach. If you've never been to Clearwater Beach Zippers, you got to come check it out. 
went up with three bridges. I stopped at each bridge, took some pictures, kind of relaxed. But it was just great weather, man. And so if you are looking for ways to burn calories for you to work out, I strongly, strongly recommend go get your bike mm -hmm. and go cycle, go road bike, especially this time of the year, especially if you live in Florida, go do it. Up north is probably a little tough because it's cold as hell up there for y'all right now. But if it's in the 60s, go do it, man. It was I, That's my ish. I bought that bike a couple years ago. It was like a $500 bike. But I can pick it up with like one hand. It's super light. Yeah, that's nice. And it makes a difference when you're pedaling, when you're working out. The heavier the bike, harder to work out. But these bikes are so light. Um, it just makes it a little bit easier. So that's my ish. Nice. Do you have an ish today? Oh, you know what? Annie at the computer place, man. Because my computer was acting. Annie and the place is called the computer place? Yeah. Annie, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay, she Annie? Like, okay, Annie. Annie, are you okay? Can you tell me? <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it was like, seriously, cause I, almost, I have almost a terabyte of information on my laptop, and she was able That's to all like, porn. <laughs> actually, it's mostly music. <laughs> uh, That's funny you said that. I'm going to bring the guy quick. Go ahead. Uh, so she was able to, like, clean it up and reset everything for the most part. Um <laughs> She deleted like your stash. No, she didn't delete anything. Like honestly, I kept all my data. Oh, that's all. Okay, Annie. Annie is okay. Yeah. Annie at the IT place. Okay. No, the computer place. The computer place. That's the name so, of it. Sippers, go get some Krispy Kreme. Then go ride your bike. And then when you get home and your computer's not working, go see Annie at the IT space in somewhere in Florida. For that part. All, all right. right, guys. Let's get into our final sip. Final I know you sip. always have one. I do. Do you have one? No. So, final sip. I recently saw a post by... Well, uh, my final sip is our final sip, but yes. it's... Yeah. Okay. So, I recently saw a post by someone in social media who said that she would break up with her man if she caught him watching porn. Oh, really? What's your belief on porn? Is it a deal breaker? And do you watch it? I don't... Every, like, once in a while, porn doesn't really do it for me. I like, like, stories, but... Like, let me tell you, I'm such a fucking nerd. I really like, <laughs> uh, like I'll the, read like erotic the, stories the erotic before stories. I'll watch porn and they will get me there. Yeah, I actually am working on an erotic story. Oh my god. Yes. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I will I'll tell you if it's good or not though. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a deal breaker though if you if you saw your man watching porn? No, I mean I think the level and quantity, like if mm. he's like watching really weird porn, probably, <laughs> right? Or if he's watching porn nonstop and mm. we're not having sex, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it it can be I think anything with balance is healthy. I agree. Shay. Yeah. I think that tends to be more of a ladies hating women. Watching porn. I know a lot well, of women that watch porn. I know too. a lot of women who yeah, yeah. don't like their man watching porn, but Without also them. they're having problems in the bedroom. Yeah. I've never really uh, yeah. heard of a woman who had issues with pornography, like any of my friends who had an issue with pornography and they were seeing eye to eye in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. But then they were usually on the same page about sexuality. Yeah. Usually, mm -hmm. like, it's, uh, I have no problem with it, but if it's like, um, it usually comes down to like when they are like, they can't see eye to eye on what they are interested in and what they like. And then it becomes a problem because now mm. it's jealousy. It's not mm. a situation of like, oh, I hate the porn. I'm just jealous of the porn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. I think if I actually encourage, I'm dating someone, I want her to watch porn. Or at least some some part of it. I actually feel a need, though. I don't think there's a need. Like it's I'm okay like, if you don't. Boo. It's okay if you don't. If we date and we don't need to watch it, baby. But I like it. I like hey. the idea of being able to see what turns her on, and that's okay with me. So it's not a deal breaker. I I watch it, and I mean I watch all kinds of like 
women being tied up. I watch like I like amateur porn. More I wonder than if women are better readers than men because we like you know Eric Jerome Dickey. If you ever had an Eric Jerome Dickey book, He's it's a good just author. soft porn. He's like author. yeah, for sure. A lot of those artists, like a lot of like artists that are like things that I read. You ever read the coldest winter ever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read westerns? Like <laughs> yeah. how did I? How did I read that in high school? It's so inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> like I read nasty. it now and I'm like. Oh, child, this was so inappropriate for you. Yeah, I like all that stuff, man. So Look good at your know. face. I care. He is full-blown cheesing. All right, my final sip, yes. or our final sip, is on the 22nd. Tickets are out. We're having our live show, go, guys. Go get the tickets. Buy your tickets. Last time we did it, it got sold out, so don't miss your spot. Grab tickets a seat are already for you selling. and your friend, and let's go. Our live show, we have... Some fun shit for y'all. Y'all ready? Yeah, January 22nd, right? Yeah, January 22nd at the Rialto Theater. We are tickets. The door opens at 7.30. Show starts promptly. And this is at WPT, so white people time or military time. Uh, it or starts. politically correct answer Shay wants. It is professional people time. Oh, yeah, professional yes. people yes. time. Yes. I was like, it is your white people time. time. He's like, that's wrong. Let's do professional people time. All right, <laughs> professional people time. The show starts at 8 o'clock prompt. Just saying. And you can find the link on Eventbrite and our Facebook page, on Altino Shade um, Facebook page. The link's up there for the event. Yeah. Like, let's do it. All right. If that is it, any other final sip? No, sir. No, other final sip, Shay? No, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session. No. Holla. Holla. church so just want to say happy sunday um good day sorry to hit you back the other day child i don't know what i was doing um i need to figure out a notification so it lets me know whenever i have a notification or whatever or a message from uh, marco polo figure that out anyways i want nothing on my way to church and um it's a beautiful day so drop fred off at church and so um i'm using his car to go to my church so anywho um i'm gonna be out of the country on friday so yeah anywho hope all is well i want nothing anywho happy sunday driving. I better focus and pay attention. All right. Talk to you later. Grace and peace.